0: Welcome to Black Creative Healing, a space for radical conversation, mindful collaboration, and holistic visioning centering Black communities. I'm Natasha Thomas. And I'm Adanike Webb. We are your co-conspirators, co-facilitators, conversational doulas, and fellow travelers on this journey. Hey y'all, Natasha here. This is the first of my uh creative reflections that i'm excited to share with y'all we mentioned um previously that that was something ed nike and i were going to be trying this month um, as my cat tina turner brushes up against the microphone like she is often want to do Um, this is something we're trying out as a way of sort of giving space for you to process all of the deep content that's coming from these healing justice uh, bites uh, uh, discussion with Nsamu Munga and other colleagues on the topic of healing justice Um, while still keeping content coming you know something we're trying out this year in 2023 is is more bite-sized content in general you know Um, saying just as much as we usually do in a single episode, but saying it in smaller pieces, and seeing if that helps make it easier for us um, to share um, in more efficient and effective ways, but also easier for our listeners and people engaging with our work to digest it, you know, to metabolize it. Um, Because that's important too, you know, Um, it sort of connects to the, the, the topic of my, my first creative reflection with y'all, which is the book Healing Justice Lineages by Kara Page and Erica Woodland. Um, I mentioned in the first Healing Justice with Nzamu how excited I was to get this book, because it's been a long time coming. Um, I pre-ordered it, came out in February. Um, and it is, to my knowledge, the first book by one of, you know, the people that I regard as like the founder of the healing justice movement, or at least the creator, um, the the birther, the originator of the theory and terminology around healing justice, and that's Cara Page. Um and I mentioned I've I've had the privilege to sit with both Kara and Erica in workshops with the uh, Healing Justice Lab that I was part of uh, in 2020, late 2020, early 2021. And so this just feels like it's it's um, like just holding the book in my hands. I've got it right next to me right now. Um, just felt like I was receiving something Um that has just been such a labor of love. And just, I was excited for Kara and Erica just to hear that this book was coming out just as people. And I think that's sort of a huge like Testament to what healing justice is and what it does. Um, Healing justice as a practice um, sort of requires the acknowledgement of wounds, um, deep wounds created by the white supremacist structure in which we're all sort of trapped, Um, but also the deepening of relationships um, and an understanding of indigenous ways of tending to wounds. Um, So having, you know, receiving this book from two people that I've learned from you know that I've sort of like sat at their feet, you know, in a virtual sense. Um, that feels very like poignant and um, like a magical but necessary part of this healing justice process. To have this book that I'm now reading and and um, diving deep into, be connected to people that I've shared physical you know, even if it was virtual, but physical space with. Um, And it makes me want to do more of that actually to hold books in my hands from people that I have met. You know, um, there's something in there that I'll probably be like unpacking for a long time. But um, all that said, I have not yet finished the book. I'm still very much in the midst of it. Not because it's like a super hard read or anything like that, but more like I think the book and the concept of healing justice are meant to be engaged with and metabolized in these smaller pieces sort of like we're doing with the podcast right now like I think that um, part of what I'm appreciating from this book is that there's history um, you know literal history you get some of the backstory on Ways that like the Black Panther movement was moving in solidarity with the um, with indigenous movements that were happening around the same time with the Young Lords, with the Combahee River, you know, um, collective. All of these these organizations and all the practices they were undertaking, there are interviews, there are excerpts from interviews. um, And there are these beautifully creative um, revisitings. Of, of theories and historical figures like Harriet Tubman, there's a fantastic um, chapter by Alexis Pauline Gumbs, where she goes into sort of the life and practices of Harriet Tubman as it's almost poetic in a way um, that she looks at these, you know, these figures and their lives and their choices through the elements of water and earth and the sky. Um, And asks questions. There's so many questions and prompts and probes inside this book for you to think about, like, what is my relationship to these constructs, to these ideas, um, to these people, to the places that they worked, to this time in history and the impact of those times in, um, in my own current life. There's, there's just so much there. So, um, chances are you're going to be hearing me talk about this book for a while, you know, like I'll probably be referencing this for a good chunk of time. There's just, there's just so much here. Um, But I want to share some of, you know, not just like the review of content in the book, which I've sort of done, but also some of what it's motivating me to do. One of the things that, um, the Healing Justice Lineage's book is leading me to do is to revisit some old um, creative works that I've been moved by in the past. So for instance, I just recently rewatched the film um, Daughters of the Dust by Julie Dash, and um, that'll probably be featured in a, in a future um, creative reflection of mine. But I um, you know, wanting to reread, reread, um, the color purple and, you know, just like all of these, these pieces that have moved me. Um, but also to really sit with the reality of the worlds that those, um, those creative works are situated in. So, um, You know, for instance, the two that I mentioned, Daughters of the Dust and The Color Purple, are both situated in the immediate aftermath of slavery, Um, maybe not immediate, but near aftermath of slavery, where you've got folks who were still living during that time or who have relatives who were still, um, who were living during that time who were enslaved. Um, And the, the impact of that trauma on their lives and really sitting with how that shows up um, and how that, um, yeah, just how that shows up um, and what that means, you know, um, how they get to the other side of that, what that other side looks like. And so it, it got me thinking of a couple of things, actually, one of which was that um, tunnel playlist that Nike and I referenced in the, um, you know, we were recently featured in this PBS um, NewsHour student labs Um presentation where um, we were asked about music and emotions. And I I made this suggestion of the tunnel playlist, you know, what is it like, at the beginning of of the tunnel of a deep emotional, you know, tunnel or a well, if you want to picture it that way, you know, what, what song might represent the beginning or the entrance point of that well, um, or that tunnel, what, song or songs might represent the center um of that experience of that tunnel or of that well and what does the other side of that tunnel or well look like you know and in the tunnel image in particular that idea of seeing light at the end of the tunnel what does that light at the end of the tunnel sound like so I started working with um a little playlist creating activity, and I'll put the playlist link in the show notes, um, and I'll make sure to share it in our Patreon space, as well as um, our, our free, um, free black spaces in Discord and Sutra. Um, this short little playlist that I made that is essentially a tunnel playlist for healing justice, you know, not even for the justice part, but for the processing of the trauma part. Um, which obviously is not going to be something you can solve in seven songs, (laughs) but just something that encourages just taking a little moment, whatever moment you can, to sit with the feelings that those realities and the remembering of those realities conjures up. So the first track is uh, Sweet Honey in the Rock, uh, We All, Every One of Us, um, because I feel like that's a... You know, the full phrase of that first part of the song is we all, every one of us have to come home. And I think that's so central to the idea of healing justice. That idea that you have to come home, you have to you have to revisit the things, you have to look at them, you have to hold them in your hands and make sense of them. So that's the first track. Um, and then it moves through, Um, Some additional tracks, one is Hold Yourself by Jai Chand and Grayson, uh, The Healer, uh, which is a track by the band Digging Roots, an indigenous uh, band, Um, May I Be Empty um, is a a song that's also on that playlist by Batya Levine, um, who's a Jewish song leader. Um, we've got more Sweet Honey in the Rock on the list because I couldn't resist putting at least two Sweet Honey in the Rock songs on there. So we've got We Are um, is on that playlist as well. And then uh, another piece of work that I recently found myself revisiting is uh, Down to Earth, uh, which is the song that plays during the credits of the movie Wall-E the Disney movie Wally, um, and I found myself like super moved by that song and I don't remember being that moved by it the first time I saw that movie like the movie's not perfect you know no no piece of media is but um, I just found myself really moved by that song down to earth and there might be a little something uh, another movement experience maybe uh, based on that song coming to the Patreon soon um, maybe but uh that's on there. And then I also put um the remastered version of our theme song, the Black Creative Healing theme song, as the closing track on that playlist. Not to say that like we are the be-all-end-all of the healing process, but just um to remind myself, and I guess to remind all of us listening here too, that that's what Black Creative Healing is trying to create, you know? Like we don't put these episodes out just to hear ourselves talk, if that makes sense, like this podcast and the work that we're doing in our community spaces and in our newly updated website, I just recently did a deep dive in updating the website. Um, yet again. Um, but this time, there's there's new content that gives you a little more insight into who we are, because it dawned on me after our last round of, of episodes of the BCH live that our website you know, as it was constructed originally was, um, was sort of a holding place for people that already knew us to go find all the links relating to the stuff that we were doing. But now as we're getting connected with more people who didn't already know us that we needed to actually have pages that told people who we are and what our values were and what our mission is. So that exists now. Um, BlackCreativeHealing.com has a new uh, has a new do when you click that little entrance of the of the garden door it takes you someplace different than it used to. So, um, yeah, so all that, all that to say that, you know, black creative healing is continuing to deepen our work and that this reflection and the playlist that I made as a result of it and everything else that's that's coming to fruition and going to come to fruition is part of this long process of just trying to continue, to come home to ourselves, to our histories, to our lineages, and to all the richness and nourishment that those those things hold, while also acknowledging and tending to the wounds um, that they hold as well. So I hope that um, this has been useful for you in in some way to help you, you know, to help spark your own thought process in the coming home process of of your own journey. Um, and we'll just continue to be co-travelers together in the next few weeks, months, you know, as Adnike shares some of her own creative reflections, what she's diving into um, in relation to these healing justice conversations we're having. Um, yeah, we'll just keep traveling together collectively on this journey. Thanks for joining us. Black Creative Healing is a platform dedicated to radical conversation, mindful collaboration, and holistic visioning centering Black communities. Conversations and arts-based collaborations are facilitated by Natasha Thomas and Adenike Webb in community partnership with the Black Music Therapy Network, Incorporated. We wish to extend our thanks to the Black Music Therapy Network for their input and support with the creation and promotion of these episodes, as well as all our supporters on Anchor and Patreon and followers on social media who help amplify our work and financially contribute to services for episode transcribing and other administrative needs. Special thanks to this episode's collaborators. You can find links to past collaborations as well as current episodes, contact details, and other information by visiting our website, www.blackcreativehealing.com.